to another episode of Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. My name is Martia Umar. Thank you for joining. In what seems to be like a Heather's famous clash, it is now deteriorating to the level that even the NYSC camp in Mongol local government area has been moved to just south. And I'm speaking about no other state than Plateau State. As you already know, the crisis in Plateau is not news and a lot of Nigerians are disturbed about this crisis. But one might want to ask, but what do the worrying parties want? I put this question and more to Mwagavul people and this was their response. Dr. Solomon Mangwat, I'm the Secretary General of Mwagavul Development Association. The truth is that our villages have come under attack by Fulani militia and uh, we don't know the reason. What I know is that in one of the villages in Moorish, a villager was killed by a Fulani man. And I think that was what uh, sparked the thing. There was retaliation and the local government constituted a committee to look into it. While that committee was on, then there was an attack on some of our villages. And over 59 men, women and children were killed in one night. And from there, uh, we had had attacks. So currently, over 53 villages have been attacked. Uh, some of them completely sacked and occupied by uh, Fulani herders and eating the crops that are in those communities. Some of the communities cannot be accessed, accessed by our people. And basically, that's it. I think there have been peace meetings. And uh, at the point, the Fulani's complained that uh, there were roadblocks. And I remember that day, I traveled from one end, one wing of the local government to the local government headquarters and where they said there were roadblocks, there were no roadblocks and we made that known at the meeting. They were now asked to tell their people to vacate the villages but up till this moment our villages are still occupied so people cannot go back to the villages. So we're under the impression that uh, it's a plan of, uh, it's part of a grand plan for land grabbing. You said there have been peace meetings and uh, for everybody comes together, different parties said that okay for everybody to go about their normal life. But we still see these things occurring. What could be the problem? Is it that, you know, there's a reprisal attack or people weren't even just happy about the settlement? No, I think uh, that's why I said there's a grand agenda probably to dispossess us of our land because even after the peace meeting, there were attacks. Even... Uh, the current governor, when he took over, came, and even after that meeting, there were still attacks. Places like Panyam and Pushit, even last week, and you are aware that even on Saturday, Sabongari, which is just some few kilometers to the local government headquarters, was attacked, and about 12 people were killed, you know? So if there was a peace meeting, and even at that peace meeting, a party feels not satisfied, I think there are authorities that a party can, uh, can go to and point it out, you know, whatever peace uh, process, I think is a process that you keep talking. Uh, you can say we don't agree with this or these are observations. But when you keep attacking, then it becomes a problem. You Some see, people said that there's a political undertone to this. Do you agree? It's possible. Mango had never had it. Uh, crisis. We have always been talking. But if you observe this since after the election, even before the governor was sworn in, then the attack started. And I remember at the meeting, with the former GOC. The leader of Mieti stood up in that meeting and acknowledged that the Mugavu people had never, never taken their cows, confiscated their cows, or looted their property. So with that acknowledgement, we are worried that these attacks 
uh, happening on our people and in our villages. What is our crime? What have we done? We feel it is uh, it is human. If you feel that there's something that a community is doing, you are not pleased about. You've been living with this people for a very long time. I think uh, it would be good for you to come out and lay your grievances uh, for people to know. And that's why if you look at it, if someone or you are in a community and a party feels aggrieved, I think uh, under civilized norms, the person should make his or her points before the authority. So are you saying that these Fulani people have not been able to their points known what they really want from Magavu? They have not. They have not. They have not. Because we have had uh, about six peace meetings. The last one was on Monday with the new GOC, you know. And uh, at that meeting, it was even to review the resolutions of the last peace meeting. And in that last peace meeting, we resolved that the the Miyeti Allah will tell the militia to move out of the villages, those that are brought to our communities. But that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. Okay, what we want is that villages should be secured and the uh, security agencies and uh, let them be protected. So we feel we have been exposed. And I think it is the government to protect every citizen in this country, every law-abiding citizen. And that was Dr. Solomon Mangwat, Secretary General of Magavo Development Association. Now, what do Magban want? Or is this a headless farmer's clash as anticipated? We asked this question to Chairman of Magban, that is the Mieti Al-Lakato Breeders Association of Nigeria, Al-Hajib Ahmad Nuru Abdullahi. What type of head of clash is this? It's not. This is a total annihilation of planning Katoviaras in Plato State. It's just a plan to wipe us out of the state, especially Mango today. If you look from the genesis of this crisis today, Mango has 11 districts. Today, Pulani, we are the second largest community in each of the districts. Today, in six districts, seven districts, there is no any Pulani hanging around there, including Mango itself, Boy, Panyam, Kerang, Mangun, and Ampangwes. Mm-hmm. All these places, no Fulani exist today. Some of them were killed. Some of them run helter-skelter for their lives and are in the IDV camps. Okay, this from... is a total total massacre of Fulani in Plato State. So do you think do you think that that's a political undertone to this? If you say it is political, it takes a political tune, I will agree. Because all we can see now is Politics are playing a better role in, in this crisis because today top government officials and high uh, top official, uh, political personalities in the state are involved. We alert them in the involvement of in this crisis in one way or the other. Though they remain shadows, but they participate in the, in the whole process. We have spoken to the Secretary General of Magavum and he pointed out the fact that, you know, the Fulani men were the first person to attack and then there was a reprisal uh, and that you've not made any demand what you really want. What do the Fulani people want? He, he just tell you fabricated stories I give you. The genesis of this crisis was us two fighting. A Magabul boy and a Fulani girl fought together, one killed another, and that is the how it started. Lack of security uh, will. Security could have a hand this nasty experience we are experiencing, but lack of action from the security personnel led to escalation of this crisis. And now, going to the question you are asking me, what do we want now? We want peace. We want to recover our places. 
I learned that in one of the sittings that you have made for unity and peace to be restored, one of the demands that the Magafum people want was the fact that they asked the uh, Mieti Allah to send the militia out of their town. Is that true? And uh, is it that the militia are still in their town occupying their spaces? And how is your organization or all your people trying to solve this problem? Now I mentioned to you seven districts of Mangu local government where Fulani existed for over a thousand years. Have now today have been cleared away from this area. How can you, for God's sake, tell me that it is something um, called me land, land issue? Who is, who is pushing who? Who is dragging who? Who is annihilating who? So these are fabrications of stories. You know, when you go to the market square, you see people of different minds. Everybody will be discussing what he, he intends to discuss. Somebody is discussing the market. Somebody is discussing the road from his house. to his, Somebody is discussing his family and so on and so forth. That is what they, are, they have been doing. And then they are doing it to, in order to, to, to clean themselves. After they are, they are terrorists and invading the, the Fulanis in their areas of abode. Okay, so how many people would you say that, you know, have been killed? How many Fulani herders will you say have been killed since this crisis started? Just yesterday, we are here to recover all the, the dead bodies. But what we recovered now is that eight persons killed yesterday in Mangun district and part of Boko's local government. The, the, the ugly scenario in Mangu is now pushing itself into Mangu into Bokos local government. And then in total from the beginning of this crisis to date, we lost over 200 persons. We lost over 25,000 cows today. We lost our houses numbered. We, we have not quantified the number of the houses because the burning is still going on even now that we are talking. So we are not able to quantify that. But this one we are able to figure out something at least that we survive what what is going on in the states. You spoke about the inaction of the security personnel in the states. What are those things that you've perceived that made you believe that there, there was inaction in their part? The security of the states. Yes. They... Especially Operation Rainbow mm-hmm. with some personnel of the Mohan police are not only did not only fail to restore peace and order, but are involved in the conspiracy of killing Fulani and throwing their property. So we lost hope from them totally. We lack confidence in them. You're still listening to Nigeria Daily, and that was the voice of the chairman of MacBan, Al-Hajji Muhammad Nuru Abdullahi. Let's go on a quick break. We'll be right back. Do stay with us. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. And in this episode of the show, we're discussing the crisis in Plateau State, where Mangu local government area, according to the Secretary General of Magovol Development Association, has never witnessed crisis before, but is now in the news for different reasons. I mean, since where people have lost their lives, families have been displaced. But before the break on the show today, we spoke to the Secretary General of Magovol Development Association, that is Dr. Solomon Mavart. And we also spoke to the Chairman of Magban, Al-Hajjah Muhammad Nuru Abdullahi, and they spoke about what they want. When the Chairman of Magban was having a conversation with us, he mentioned Operation Rainbow being one of the key measures of fueling the crisis between the Magovol people 
and Macban. My colleague Adomusa in Plateau had a conversation with the coordinator, Operation Rainbow Bashir Makama. Yeah. I'm the coordinator, yeah. and this is just what I said. Even when you told me that I've driven to Mangu, I've gone to somebody else told me and said Changal. I didn't see any sign. I was. Where are the people that we are killed? Even if they have been buried, let us identify their graves so that we can respond. What about the houses that they also claim that they were burned by uh, Operation Rainbow? Look, if if you go to Mangu, go to those villages there, you see you no. Know, you know, most of the houses there are burned, and that is why it is only good if you go there physically and you see it, you'll be able to assess. So you, you who you don't know who has done what. The uh, the people are also complaining that their houses are burnt, people are, have been killed. At least uh, sign of mass uh, burial is there. Sign of uh, farms that are are cut down is there. Sign of houses that are burnt are all there. So you begin to wonder who did what. And that was Adomusa, my colleague in Jaws, in a conversation with the inducted. Operation Rainbow Coordinator Bashir Makama. How can we end all of this and how can peace return to Plateau State? We had a conversation with Pastor Joshua Kurumi, Director, Monetary and Evaluation, Interface Mediation Center in Kaduna. If Almighty God in His infinite mercy will call all of us to come and reason together, why can't Fulani, why can't Magavun, why can't Burum, why can't other tribes in Plateau? Come together for peace. I'm appealing to you by the mercy of God that all of us should come together for dialogue in the plateau. My beloved brothers, learn to forgive. Learn to come together for dialogue. If we cannot forgive our fellow brothers, surely God also will not forgive us. This is a warning to all of us in the plateau. Every human being in northern Nigeria some years back loved to visit plateau because God has bestowed good environment bless the soil and we everybody love to come there why don't we think back do our best to forgive each other have dialogue with each other so that we'll revive back our plateau with the glory of the old plateau i pray that god will touch us that we will learn to forgive and stop killing one another may god bring peace in plateau may god bless the land of plateau thank you very much pastor joshua Kurmi. The crisis in Jos is everybody's business. And if you're in the position to change the narrative, please act fast. Our lives matter. God bless Nigeria. And this is how we draw the curtains on this episode of Nigeria Daily. For all the people who participated or we heard their voices on today's show, we want to say thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production. It is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download these and other episodes on dailytrust.com or on buzzsprout.com. You can listen to us on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, NAS FM 105.5 Mobi, Unity FM 93.3 Jazz, Sawaba Radio 104.9 Hadija, and Badegi Radio 90.1. You can also listen by searching for Nigeria Daily on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Call or send us a message on 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matkia Umar. Bye for now.